The Urban Lore Podcast is brought to you by Objets Etrangers. Objets Etrangers brings you rare, unusual, and interesting art, collectibles, and antiques. Objets Etrangers is constantly on the lookout for the rare and obscure. Need a gift idea that's a little out of the ordinary? Look on Facebook for Objets Etrangers. There'll be a link in the show notes. This is the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castaños. A stretch of lonely, two-lane blacktop. You've been down it thousands of times before. You come this way so many times that you often don't even remember the drive. But this time is different. It's just after dark and you see something you almost never see on this desolate stretch of highway. A person. As you slow, you realize it's a young woman thumbing a ride. It goes against everything your mama taught you, but you ease on to the brakes and pull over. Surely someone this far out in the middle of nowhere needs help. As you pull over, the young woman asks if you can give her a ride, and she gives you an address. You know the address is on your way, so you say yes. She gets into the back seat of your car and buckles up. For the rest of the drive, there's mostly silence. If you ask a question, you get a one-word reply, if you get anything at all. It's not far, but the drive seems endless in the silence. As you turn on her street, you begin to strain and try and focus to find the address. You get a little mad that she's not helping you find it. You finally find the house and pull over. As you turn around to say, we're here, you realize you're alone in the car. The seat belt in the back seat is unbuckled and looks like it hasn't been used in days. As you try and wrap your head around what's happening, the porch light comes on in the house and an elderly man walks up to your car. Can I help you? He says. You roll down the window and can't even begin to explain what just happened. Or do you even want to? This guy's going to think I'm crazy. And maybe you are. But before you can begin, he says, I'm sorry this happened again. I hope you didn't go too far out of your way. You're amazed that he seems to know what you've just been through. Then he speaks once again. She died on that stretch of road almost ten years ago. It seems like sometimes she just wants to come home. Even after ten years, his eyes glisten with tears. You both sit in silence for a moment. You nod. Then you slowly drive off. It comes in many flavors, but the tale of the vanishing hitchhiker is a classic. Some versions of it appear in almost every locale. Sometimes it's tied to a local place or legend. It can have slightly different elements, but by and large, it's the same legend. It's so common that anthropologist John Harold Brunvon used it as the title of his book, The Vanishing Hitchhiker, which I've quoted and referred to many times before. 
The story has also been well-researched. American folklorist Richard Beardsley and Rosalie Hankey sought out as many variations of the tale as they could find back in the 1940s. They eventually collected 79 accounts. As they studied each one, they looked for both similarities and differences. As they sifted through the tales, they began to see patterns of four major variants of the basic myth, and they cataloged them as versions A through D. The stories in Category A are much like the version I told at the beginning of this show. They entail a hitchhiker giving an address and then ultimately vanishing, leaving the people at the address to explain it was a ghost. The B variant is an old woman who predicts some bad luck or disaster. She, too, is ultimately revealed as being otherworldly. Stories in the C category have a different twist. The girl is uh, met at a dance or a party. She borrows a coat and then vanishes. The coat is often later found on her headstone in a cemetery. Variant D is very specific. The apparition is usually a nun. Two-thirds of the story fit category A, leading the folklorists to believe this is the original version. It was theorized that B and C were local variants, and version D was more problematic. Maybe it was actually a, an old ghost story converted to fit this urban legend storyline. It's also interesting to point out that the stories predominantly have a living male driver helping a ghost female. In a paper that I authored in 1996 about San Antonio's ghost railroad tracks, uh, see episode one, I found a similar element where young males were more familiar with the story than females. As Beardsley and Hankey wrote in the 40s, and my legend actually started in the 50s, I did see a common thread. In the early and mid-20th century, it was much more common for males to be driving. It was only in the 1970s that the percentages of female-to-male drivers began to equalize. It appeared that car stories were more commonly told by men, and therefore had a male-centric direction. So if a legend is going to feel normal to an audience in any particular era, it has to follow the norms of that time. Maybe we'll begin to see the story morph and balance out to reflect more current trends. I believe there's a fair share of sexism, you know, the, the sexist ideal of the damsel in distress in this story, too. Do you pick up hitchhikers? Does this particular urban legend have the cautionary tale element? Never pick up strangers because you never know, they may be dead. Simple stories seem to travel well, and this simple story has hitched its way all around the world. How did you first hear it? Let us know at urbanlorepodcast at gmail.com. Urbanlorepodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Please share our podcast with all your friends that understand you like your bedtime story a little on the weird side. Rate us five stars on iTunes. And please follow us on Twitter at urbanlorepod. Urbanlorepod. Thanks for listening. For the Urban Lore Podcast, I'm Tom Castaños.